salt and light. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Bonnie. And this is Janice. Salt and light. Um, <laughs> just want to thank you again for joining us today on another episode. And actually, we did a live yesterday on our Instagram. If you don't follow us, you could go ahead and follow us at Salt and Light Podcast with an S at the end. Uh, join us on there. You know, you could DM us. It's just so much easier, like easier communication. You know, we post all of our um, updated information. Like if we do an episode or whatever it is, we always are putting information on there. So if you don't join us, you should go ahead and even create an Instagram just for us. Just for us. It was fun yesterday. It was fun. Yeah, we did our first live. Mm-hmm. It was just like a little chat. It wasn't anything specific. We were talking um, about bullies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke about our childhood bullies. Janice shows some makeup that she ordered from Sephora. <laughs> uh, we had like, you know, my brother on there. Um, some people from church that we knew back yeah. in the Disney. They joined us on there. So it was fun. It was good. So it was our first live. So we just wanted to kind of like feel it out mm-hmm. and see how it goes. So we'll probably do another one. Um, so we want to thank those, if you're listening, those who joined us yesterday uh on our first live thank you for that it was a good time and we yeah. just you know hope that when we do another one that more people will join on and if you have any requests for or what questions. we should talk about yeah mm-hmm. questions and you know you could email us also at salt and light uh 11 11 at gmail.com almost forgot it right you almost yes, got the email used in a while <laughs> where i saw you to the instagram so you could also email us on there if you don't have an instagram but again you could also follow us on instagram um yeah. so we're gonna get right into the topic today so today we're gonna be talking about we don't really have a title yet but we're gonna be talking about being faithful mm-hmm. and what is that look like what does it mean to be faithful um and, and a lot of people that- before you go into it money a lot of people probably think don't click off of this episode. Oh, this episode is not pertaining to me. I want to hear about something else. You know, no, we right. all need this episode, me included, all of us included, how to stick to what God has told us to do. Because at yeah. some point you'll become discouraged or you're like, I'm not getting the results that I want. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave it and drop it. So yeah. don't click out of this episode. Listen. <laughs> okay. It's for you. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I guess you had to say that because maybe somebody was like, oh, I'm good. I don't really need to listen on this uh-huh. episode. Yeah. But we all need this. It's a good reminder. It, it doesn't matter how long or little you've been walking with God. Mm-hmm. Reminder, And God reminds us. God is constantly reminding us because he knows that we need that. He, we, he knows that we need like a refresher course, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what does faithful, being faithful look like? You know, a couple of questions. Is God faithful? And what happens when we are not faithful during our walk with God? You know, mm-hmm. so I wrote down the actual definition of faithful. Uh, and it means to remain loyal and steadfast. Uh, being faithful requires us to submit to God. Mm-hmm. You know, it requires us to kind of just like put down our daily or our fleshly you know, requirements or wants or needs. And it's to submit our whole self to God. Yeah. Every, every single good, bad, ugly, submit to Christ. And in Hebrews 11, chapter 11, verse 1, it says, now faith is, is a confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Now with that verse, you know, it may kind of 
sound like it doesn't relate to what we're talking about, but I feel it does because being faithful, you know, again, like what Janice just said, sometimes we're doing something for God, you know, whether that's um, like we were talking about before, before we started recording, you know, maybe cleaning, maybe God has you cleaning the bathrooms at church. Maybe God has you serving in the kids ministry, taking care of babies in the nursery. Maybe God has you um, taking out the garbage. Maybe God has you serving coffee to, to, you know, people who come to church, whatever it is. And maybe you feel like, this is it. Like, God, mm-hmm. this is, want me to do hand out coffee like how is this doing anything how is this going to help me how is this going to help anybody else but when you are faithful in those things god wants to see are you going to be faithful in those little things you know before i even enter you into the promotion or to whatever it is that i have for you or are you going to sit here and grumble and complain and is it all going to be about you because remember it's not about us yeah it's about him right and and just to, you know, I was just thinking like a lot of people, they're like, oh, yeah, God told me I'm going to be a pastor. Right. You know, well, oh, you no. don't start off like that, honey. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a pastor. <laughs> oh, no, that's my calling. My calling is to right. be a pastor. My calling is to be this. And I just wonder, like, why do people think that that's so, so glamorous? You know, maybe that's I, another I topic. Because, you, because it looks glamorous. It because looks it. Be the people or the, or the pastor, whoever, or the pastora, as you say, mm-hmm. the woman pastor out there and of course you know with the handkerchief like i always say swaying and with their yeah, past but it's like, you know but but it's like um and you were saying that real talk kim um she was she was saying how you know you don't know the battles that those pastors had to go through no. it looks glamorous because you're like well you see people on tv and they're like oh yeah they have a stage and they got all these books and and you just think that you're just gonna poof like turn exactly. into that person and you're gonna do it but if you like um in the scripture i, I guess this is a perfect time to say the scripture mm-hmm. in luke sixteen ten, it says one who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much yes and that's just part of that verse it, it goes on to talk about dishonesty but i just want to focus on that that so you think that if god just one overnight just gave you a whole ministry you would be ready for that Hey guys, did you know that now you could join us on Patreon? If you visit www.patreon.com, search for us and join, you can now be included in our community where here you'll enjoy some cool perks that's not open to the public. So go check us out and see what tier is fit for your needs. We can't wait to have you on our team. No. Probably not. Probably because, not. you know, what Jesus came as a servant exactly. with a servant's heart. He was a son of God. He could have easily been like, you do this, you do this. But he wasn't like that. He came, you know, he was faithful to the father and the mission that God had given him here on earth. What right. about if, you know, Jesus just gave up and was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this. Um, Beam me back up. Beam me yeah, back yeah. up to heaven. You know, <laughs> this but, is beneath me. Yeah. yeah. Be like, no, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be doing all this, you know, um, in this human body and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, even with, you know, pastors, an example like my father i think i mentioned it before like for 17 years or so 18 years you know after you know grandpa you know gave gave over the church to him he thought that things were gonna just be booming and things were gonna be great and there was gonna be a whole bunch of people and it turned out there was only a couple people yeah yeah there was just like a couple and they were they were old people 
So right. he's like, man, I'm stuck with like these <laughs> six, seven, ten, you know, old people here. Right. And, you know, and he said that, you know, I forgot if it was through somebody or told him. He was like, God was like, if I wanted you to have more people, mm-hmm. I will bring more people. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like we've, I think we've spoken about this before in our, like a couple episodes back, mm-hmm. you know, our family, uh, called by God, but we allowed, or a lot of people in our family allowed our own desires, our own opinions, our own discretions, you know, to come in between us for so many years, what, 18 plus years mm-hmm. where we really didn't come around each other. You know, we would see each other here and there, but we weren't doing what God called us to do together. We weren't life. faithful. Yeah. We were not faithful or not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody went off. I moved away. Everybody just did their own thing, you know? And, but now like, cause you were saying that about, um, not a lot of people or your father's like, man, you know, not a lot of people are coming to this church, but like we've spoken mm-hmm. about in our previous conversation mm-hmm. that what if, what got, like I said, what if he gave him a lot of people? Now our family has been gathering at the church and gathering more together and doing, you know, throughout the week, zoom Bible studies and prayer calls in the morning and all this stuff. Like we weren't doing this before. So, but mm-hmm. what if your father was so busy because there was so many people at the church, he probably would have been too busy. Mm-hmm. this maybe too overwhelmed mm-hmm. it just would have been too many people he would have been like look we can't do this there's too many people COVID all this stuff you know who knows mm-hmm. and then we wouldn't be doing what we're doing so God knows what he does but thank God that your father did not give up because yeah. and I'm sure he didn't know he did I know he wanted to give up but thank God he didn't look 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 what would happen now where would we where would we be gathering mm-hmm. uh, yeah and that goes into I mean, it's just perfect timing. So thanks for the setup, Bonnie. But from first, <laughs> first Corinthians four, uh, okay. verses one through two, it says, "This is how one should regard us as mm-hmm. servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful." So stewards mm-hmm. is like when God gives something into your hands. It's like a care. It's like a caretaker. Yes. Right, like being a, a good a good steward, being a good caretaker. So if God has blessed you with, and I was telling Bonnie this earlier, you know, with a home, God has blessed me, you know, I own my own home by 30 years old right. by myself. That's not a usual thing. That's from God. Right. And, you know, he's giving me a car and all this stuff, but I wasn't the best steward with it. I wasn't mm. the best steward with my home, like making sure it's clean and because I don't like cleaning. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like to clean. Yeah. I don't like it. So I w- I'm not, and even now I'm like, yeah, I have to get into a schedule, Bonnie, because I, I really need to take care of what God has blessed me with, what he's given to my hands. Because it says right there in, in one of the other verses uh, from Luke, if I can't take care of what God has given me now, uh, you know, a smaller house, and I'm asking for a bigger house, how is he going to trust me to be faithful with that bigger house if I can't even clean the little house? Right. Yeah, because we were having a conversation and you know, I'm going to share my, like some of my mm-hmm. experiences or, or me looking back how faithful God has been. He really has. Even when we first got married, my husband and I, I, I was telling Genesis, you know, we had a, 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 an apartment. It was a nice apartment, but it was a, I think a one bedroom, small apartment, but it was nice. And even with that, I made sure to keep up with it. I made sure to, you know, keep it cleaned up and, and, take care of it. And my husband always made sure that the rent was paid. And, you know, because there are some people that, especially when they're renting something, 
they think, oh, well, this is not mine. <sighs> Whatever. I could trash it. I don't care. Like, I'll be late on the rent every month. The landlord has to come knocking on my door, looking through mm-hmm. the window. You know, Jose, you there? Like, what's going on? Jose, Jose, you know, Gucci Frito, whoever. I need my rent. You hide and I see you. You know, you just turn up the light. I just can't. You just turn up the light. You know, and God is God. God is not going to bless you with that because He's going to say, "Look, this person is fooling around. He can't even. He or she can't even take care of what I've given them, even oh, if it's yeah. a apartment." So I, you know, we had that apartment and then I was so jealous. Also, you know, I had my little hoopties when I was a teenager, but man, I took care of those hoopties. Okay. I, you know, I took care of those cars. And then even when we got married with the apartment, I had like a Honda Civic. I think it was like a 98, 99, something like that. It was a black four door Honda Civic. I took care of that car. I made sure the insurance was always paid. I cleaned that car, all that stuff. And then God, it was like, Little by little, like God started blessing him. Like he don't, he blessed us with our, with my first, you know, brand new car, you know, after that. And then uh, even when we had, when we moved and we had uh, the Jersey house, it was a smaller house, um, but you know, same thing. And then when we came up here to Pennsylvania, we rented a house uh, for a few years, it was a ranch style home. Well, a lot smaller than the house that we have now. Uh, wasn't our home. We were renting it until our other house sold. But we still took care of that house. And my husband always, again, made sure that the rent was paid on time. You know, the landlord never had to come and knock on our door and where are you? What's going on? Like, you know, mm-hmm. always took care of it. I always cleaned it up, everything. And look, you know, God has blessed us now with multiple cars, a big house or a bigger house. Like just, and it's not, so basically you're saying that that's why I don't got my big house. No, because... <laughs> no, girl, look, we rented that house for six years. Oh I thought I would pray and Stephanie knows praying every night for our, this house to sell New Jersey so that we could get our house every night. Lord, please sell this house. Lord, please sell this house. Lord. But in the meantime, still taking care of what we have or had, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just looking back. Or even that, even going to church every Sunday, you know, since I came to Christ, and I'll tell you this too, without my husband, just the kids. And, you know, that's, it could be stressful a lot of times and discouraging because Mm -hmm. when you see husbands in there and then you're the only one there with just yourself and the kids, it kind of, you know, brings you down. But even that, even going to church all these years alone, still trying to be faithful to God. Like, okay, God, I know one day you're going to bring them one day. And, and still, so it's like, and now, you know, we all gather at the church uh, every Sunday with the family and he's been coming. Thank God. Even mm-hmm. got a little, you know, he's tech guy, you know, he's tech guy now. Tech yeah. guy. IT. So, you know, but it's a blessing and I see it now. Like sometimes when we want to give up and we look back and we're like, man, let's just give up. But you got to keep going because you, you those blessings are going to come. God is going to, you're faithful. God is going to be faithful. Well, think about like, like this, like I was, you know, the example of Paul from the Bible, you know, Paul was uh, an apostle, you know, he was appointed by, you know, God to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. And, you know, Paul, before he was Paul, he was Saul of Tarsus and he was persecuting the, you know, the church and he was killing Christians and all that stuff until he had an encounter with, uh, you know, God on the road to Damascus, I believe. And, um, but ever since then, his calling, you know, God appointed him to go through different 
you know, I don't know if they call nations, but, you know, or towns or just to travel around just preaching the good news of Jesus. That was his, that was what God had given him to do. And so Paul, I mean, we talk about Paul a lot. He was stoned. He was beaten. He was in jail. Jail. Mm -hmm. All all these things. But through Mm -hmm. that whole thing, he remained faithful to what God had called him to do. What Mm -hmm. if he would have given up? Exactly. What if what if he would have been like given up in the Bible? This like I just yeah. been stoned. Like I think Dio was talking about it. You know, he's like, forget this. I was forget. just stoned. I'm going home. I'm uh, going yeah. home. By... Yeah. I ain't doing all this for you people. He's like, listen, Barnabas and Silas, you can yes. go by yourself. But um, <laughs> as for me, I've been beaten enough. I'm gonna lay back, boo boo. I'm gonna lay yeah. back. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break. And a yeah. lot of the instances when you read about Paul. Mm-hmm. Even when he was thrown out of the town and he was beaten and thrown, yeah. he went right back in. He did. Like nothing happened. But that, but that's the thing is that, you, you know, and again, Jesus is like the prime example for everything. Because again, like what you said earlier, Jesus did not give up. He could have. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So it was like he set the example. He set the tone for all of us. And even when we look back in the Bible, even, you know, like uh, you were saying, Paul, and, and what about uh, Esther? You know, the fact mm-hmm. that, that she, you know, God put her in there so that she could try to save her, her people, her Jewish people. And she was scared, but she did yeah. it. She was faithful and God was faithful and he saved the Jewish people. You know, Noah, same thing. He told Noah for God knows how many years to build an ark. And there goes Noah building ark, you know, looking like a, a, a quote unquote, a fool, right? To everybody else that people are laughing mm-hmm. at him, calling him stupid. You're ridiculous. You know, this and that. He was faithful even when he didn't yeah. see it first and he was probably like man when is this gonna happen but thank god he was faithful and god was faithful and he saved mm-hmm. his family he was, his family was the yeah. only one saved throughout yeah. that you know yeah. and ruth, i think it was only like seven of them or something like that yeah and what about ruth you know she she could have left her ex-mother-in-law at that point she didn't mm-hmm. really have to be from her she could have mm-hmm. been like okay, i'm out i'm gonna go start my new family i'm gonna be around you but she yeah. she was faithful yeah you know she got blessed right so we could talk mm-hmm. about a lot of daniel Daniel, when mm-hmm. they were making it illegal or whatever the case is, like, you know, no, you, you can't uh, pray to any other God. And, and Daniel was mm-hmm. he got thrown in the lion's den and look what happened. God protected him. He shut the mouths of mm-hmm. the lion and he protected him, you know. Yeah. A lot. And it goes to show that, like, um, even when we're not faithful, God is faithful. He can't deny himself. And And, you know, another example is of being faithful that I'm, I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> is somehow <laughs> somehow I ended up on the worship team um, <laughs> at our church and it's so you know the whole intention behind it because we didn't have a worship team because we're just like you know starting this from scratch pretty much you know uh, meeting together with the family and stuff with Bonnie and, and the rest of our family and so my whole intention was be like okay I'm going to support Bonnie you know because <laughs> Bonnie Bonnie want to be Whitney Houston no, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, but I got thrown in there too because yeah, but still, you said you always wanted to be on the worship team. You okay, said you yeah, always wanted to be on a worship team. In my heart, but I wasn't like sitting there like me not put me on the worship team. No, you I know. know, but you always wanted. I never, I never yeah. want to be in a worship team. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna support you, and then also our other cousin Madison, you know, who has a nice voice. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be a source of support you know because <laughs> so i'm gonna just go up there with them 
you know, I'm like, just because, you know, I love to sing, but in my own home. And but God I wants have... you to sing out loud. He wants you to sing for the people. But he let loves... me sing. Okay. But, then, <laughs> but you know, in my own home, it's fine. Like, I worship, you know, I, I that's so powerful for me in my life. It has been, like, worship has been so powerful for me. But I'm worshiping by myself in the house. You know, so I'm like, okay. And I don't have, like, I have a normal voice, I would say. I don't have a horrible voice. Um, I have a normal sounding voice, but I don't have a Mariah. I'm not right. Mariah. You know, I can't be hitting those high notes. Right. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be a source of support. And then next thing you know, like, you know, if Bonnie can't make it, and then the other one, or she went on vacation, Bonnie went on vacation to Florida, and then you know, um, our other cousin Madison, she will come late, or she won't come to the practice sometimes, <laughs> you know. And then I'm just like, wait, wait, hold up, how did this end up where I am the only person in the front right now with um with Bonnie's father, Joshua? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the um. Sometimes my father would come and sing too. I'm like, how how did this happen that I'm the only one? And, you know, I've been fighting, fighting it. I feel like, I don't know if fighting is the right word, but just kind of questioning it, questioning like, God, like, man, like, are you serious right now? Like, I'm here by myself, you know, why you have me up there? But then every time I'm up there, I feel like that's right. Right. You know, so every time I ask God, like, well, show me, you know, if this is what you want me, then he does. And then I complain after and I'm like, oh, God, but I just want to sit down. I don't want to, you know, but. I'm like, okay, I have to change my attitude Hmm. because sometimes my attitude isn't right and do it with a good attitude and do it because you're doing it to honor God, right? That's what you have to, anything you do, cleaning your house, honor God, do cleaning house, Um, taking care of your kids, do it to honor God, you know, um, remaining faithful to your husband. And if you're not getting everything that you want in return, do it to honor God. And then when you try to look at it through that perspective, it makes it. I wouldn't say easier, but it puts it in a better perspective. Like you're not doing it for people. You're doing it to be faithful to God, you know? So I had to catch myself with that whole thing and be like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about this and that. If God wants me up there, I don't know why. And I guess I'll let you people know at some point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why he wants me up there because I don't have the Mariah voice. But obviously, you know, he does. And I have to remain faithful to that. Even when I don't understand it, mm-hmm. maybe a lot of times I don't agree with it or I don't like it. But who am I to fight with God? And if I am going to do it unto him, to do it with a good attitude. Right. And do it and do it like Jay said, the way Sally used to do her tambourine real fast. Like, <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, you, like do it real quick. You know? <laughs> you know just <laughs> jason is our cousin and and sally yes. his his wife but we grew up with her too so we know her forever yeah so shout out to them yes I know jason, keeping up. yeah it was it was hysterical but um no but you know what you don't know why he has mm-hmm. you up there but you'll you'll find out soon enough and you can be like you know what god thank you for not listening mm-hmm. to me that's another mm-hmm. thing because sometimes we, we're not giving up we're yeah not giving up. we're like little kids like god but i don't want to do it i don't want to and god is like yeah. just do it just do it and then afterwards we're like wow you know what god thank you for not listening to me yeah because i'm so grateful that i went through that experience or i did this or now i'm here or whatever the case and or it says you know now that we're talking about this like in matthew chapter 25 verse 21 
It says, his master said to him, well done, you upright, honorable, admirable, and faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over little, and I will put you in charge of much. Enter into and share the joy, the delight, and the blessedness which your master enjoys. So again, there goes that, you know, reminder that God wants to see if he could trust you with a little bit, just with a little bit. He wants to see because he wants to see where your heart is. Where's your your motives are. What are your motives? You know, even watching again, like I told Janice, I watched Real Talk Kim and she was on a live and she said that she had gotten an email from one of her followers or listeners and that she told uh, uh, Kim that she was, you know, at her church, whatever church she goes to. And I guess she was volunteering and all this stuff. And that the church kept telling her, oh, yeah, we're going to hire you. We're going to hire you. We're going to hire you. Never hired her. And I, I don't know how long she volunteered there for. Maybe uh, it sounds like a while. And the woman, I guess, finally got frustrated. And she just like, I guess she left the church or whatever. And she said, but after that, God told her that I that you didn't get hired because your heart was not in the right place. You did not have the right motives mm-hmm. to work there. You were doing it for the wrong reasons. And that the lady, it was like a revelation to her. And she was like, oh my God, that's true. I just wanted, she just wanted to be accepted. And I think there was also a single guy there, I think something like that, that she liked or whatever. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to be seen. She just, she, she didn't really, she wasn't really doing it because all oh, this, you know, I want to, I want to be a part of this. I want to serve God, God in some way. I just want to do it because of my own desires. And that's why God did not allow that to happen. And she said that she was grateful and thankful that God showed her that and corrected her. You see? So sometimes too, again, like Janice, I said earlier, we may want the top quote unquote position, you know, a pastor, whatever the case, but we don't know what that takes to get there. And a lot of people go through a lot of things. It's not like you just wake up one day and you're like, oh, I got my pastor shoes on. Let me go preach. You know, yeah, God puts that in you, but you got to go through some things first. You got to learn a lot. You got to learn how to deal with people, different kinds of people too, that you really don't want to deal with. You got to maybe do some things that is going to make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. You know, when God calls you to do something and, and getting out of your comfort zone, right mm-hmm. especially if you're like an introvert you know you kind of like keep to yourself and god is calling you out there to be around this person that person do this do that and it's making you uncomfortable and you're like oh god like i really don't want to do this but god is pushing you out and there's a lot of growth mm-hmm. a lot of things a lot of experiences that you got to go through in order to get to that level so again whatever god has given you whether it's you know, again, being in the nursery, teaching uh, the kids Bible class, or even watching somebody's kid, let's say in the church, you know, maybe you're good with kids and you're a single person or whatever. And, and I don't know, maybe the mother is cooking for the church or something, let's say, and, and, you know, you're, you're watching their kid for them or kids for them, you know, that's serving too, because that's helping the other person to do what they need to do. You know, like it all is a connection, whatever it is that God has you to do. Or even picking up your church. Yeah. Part of serving. If that's what yeah. you could do, if, if that's what you could do for that point, hey, I could go, this person don't live that far from me and they don't have a vehicle right now. I am able to pick up that person to make it to church. That's a blessing. You're blessing that person in order to come to church to hear the message for that day. And that person could get delivered because of your obedience. Because you picked yeah. that. Person. What if you were like, no, they don't give me gas money. I ain't doing it. You know, mm -mm. you see, like we have to stop being so selfish 
And we have to stop being, well, it's all about, it's all about me. What about this? bless you and god will bless you with that gas money with that extra gas money god will bless you with that full tank god will bless you with so many things so again even if it's something like that and maybe you think it's irrelevant maybe you think well this is not a big deal or you're or maybe you're doing the the computer work you know it for the church or maybe you're setting up things or whatever it is it matters to god god looks at that like i remember even and i told you guys when i took my son to the er what two weeks ago Something like that. Remember, I told you yeah. for his knee. Mm-hmm. He kept complaining about his knee, and we were there, and we were, you know, we were waiting. And there was uh, one of the cleaners, hospital cleaners there. She was a woman, and um, she was cleaning and everything. And I just felt to tell her that God sees what you're doing, and He appreciates that. And at first, I was like hesitant. I told you and and my father, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, like and Esther. And, but I said it and did she respond the way that I thought she was going to respond? But you know, she said, thank you. But I thought she would have been like, Oh my God, you know, but she was like, Oh, thanks. And in my head, I was like, okay, God, was that me? Yeah. You know what? doesn't matter how she responded. She needed to hear that. Even if she maybe thinks that she didn't need to hear that at that moment. Yeah. She's going to need, maybe she's going to have a bad day one day and she's going to remember that, you know? So how sometimes we kind of, feel unseen behind the scenes and maybe we feel like well what are we doing here like we're not even doing anything like it doesn't even matter if i'm here or not it doesn't it does matter it does mm-hmm. so yeah. reminder yeah know? i mean just to be a like you know good a, a good steward of whatever god has called you to do and to do it with a good attitude and it's not easy no, especially like, you know, when like what Bonnie was saying, when you don't understand or but even if God is telling you to do something, you know, and that's a that's a whole other topic on obedience and being obedient. Right. And, you know, the blessings that you miss out on and the growth in your spiritual, you know, your spiritual walk with God when you are disobedient. Yes. You know, yes. Um, we just have to be good stewards. And and, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know, just like you people probably don't know, like, you know, why you're doing something or maybe you're not, you know, happy with your job. I remember my father telling me um, a story that he heard about some guy that he was like very smart and he had like a lot of um, degrees and some he couldn't get a job nowhere. And he ended up working in a factory. Look at that. And he was complaining to God like, God. Like, why you have me working here at a factory? Look at all this education I got. And look at this and look at that. And, um, you know, and then he started, like, God started to reveal to him that, you know, maybe there's a person there yep. that you need to talk to about me. Yeah. You know, it's not about how many degrees and all that stuff you have and what job you have. God has placed you specifically in this point of time, wherever you're supposed to be in this world, around the people that you're supposed to be around. And just because, you know, we may not understand it doesn't mean that God doesn't have a plan. So remain faithful in that job. And so with this, the story about the guy, you know, he finally was like, all right, God, you know, what? I'm just going to do the best. It was, God was showing him that he also had a bad attitude, that he didn't want to go to work. He didn't appreciate it because he thought he should have a better job. And then finally he was like, you know what? If I'm going to be here in this factory, I'm going to do the best job that I can as well. So he started coming to work with a better attitude. He started taking it seriously, you know, like putting effort and importance instead of complaining. And then he just he ended up forgetting like that he was complaining so much or he wanted another job. He just, you know, was doing his job. 
and um it ended up i don't know what what the time length was but um because he was like an engineer or something like somebody really smart and the uh, company ended up calling him i don't know how they even a the guy's number where they found his number from calling him and giving him a job the same day look at that you see so it's like when you remain faithful mm-hmm. even when you don't understand or you think you should be promoted or you should do this or that you know i had the same experience in one of my jobs i'm like god get me out of here like why am i here <laughs> well you know same thing with me like i'm a stay-at-home mom Mm-hmm. right now again right because i was a stay- i was working then i was a stay-at-home mom then i started working well, a few years ago and even at that job you know i, I got that job uh, at the school lunch monitor and same thing i'm like why am i even doing this like but it was a good job at the time because of the schedule with my kids and the school and all that stuff and but but even that even at that job i was able to talk to people about that especially um the janitor there you know, he was, he was a yeah. guy, good guy. And I've, I've told you little conversations that I've had with him and he suffers from a lot of things. And so I was able to talk to him and, you know, and we still able to talk to him, you know, about God. So that's what I'm saying is like, and, and the same thing, being faithful, I always made sure I showed up on time for that job. I did what I had to do. I didn't complain. I, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. again, it's all about that. And why should we be faithful is for, to be God-like, right? God mm-hmm. calls us, we can't be God, but, you know, God calls us to be like, you know, Christ-like, right? And it's also good for our morals, our, our integrity, right? Our character, mm-hmm. it builds us up too. Because mm-hmm. if we, every little thing like, ah, I don't want to do it, I don't feel like doing this, ah, whatever, mm-hmm. we're never going to have good character. And God calls us to have good character as well, right? And, you know, so even even like an example, even if it means that, you're going to go, if you say you're going to meet somebody somewhere for lunch or something like that, unless of course something happens, but other than that, make sure you meet that person for lunch at one o'clock. Like don't roll up two hours late just cause, mm. just because you didn't feel like it, you know, like, or don't just whatever. Or if you say that you're going to volunteer somewhere, go, unless of course, like I said, something happens, you get sick or an emergency or something, go to that place and volunteer, mm. right? So, and we could kind of close out on how to be faithful. Like, how can we be faithful? I think we gave a lot of examples, especially, you know, from the word, but how can we be faithful? Putting God first above mm-hmm. all of everything, right? Above all else. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that we spend time with God, even if that means waking up extra early in the morning, even when we don't want to, right? Or if you can't do in the morning for some reason, you could stay up a little bit longer at night before you go to bed to spend that time with God. Make sure that you make that time with God. Also reading the word on a daily basis, you know, not mm-hmm. just talking to God or reading the Bible on a Sunday, but every yeah. day of your life, every single day, making sure that you read your word daily, being committed to him, being in communication with him, um, you know, and just following him, you know, we're, we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes, but you come back to him and you make sure that you have that relationship with him. And it's not just a holiday Christian, as we say, like somebody that just shows up to church on Easter or Christmas, or it's not just a Sunday Christian where we're just going to go to church on Sunday. And then the rest of the week, we're going to do whatever we want. We don't care. And we're, you know, no, we're, we're talking about being faithful to God on your daily, daily life. Or like our aunt talks about in church, how she just be going to Burlington and Marshall's now right and handing out Mm -hmm. flyers and all this stuff you know that's a daily thing that's still and just and don't be light 
my father calls it light. Light. You know? He calls it a doodle on a stick. <laughs> That's his thing. I know I he's can't. probably like, well, but it's true. He calls it. A, he's like, you acting like a doodle on a stick. And what that means <laughs> is like, you're acting like, oh, like I can't handle it. Oh my God. Like, let me just right. quit. Or he calls it, you know, being lightweight. You know, are you lightweight? You gotta, you too light. You light. It's true. And any little thing rattles you, and then you give up. You it's can't true. just give up because something comes your way, and you're like, oh my god, I can't deal with this. That's light. You yeah. being light. She said, "Doesn't you mean know? light. Doesn't mean light." And also mm -hmm. to close up to with this verse, mm -hmm. Timothy chapter two. It is verses eleven through thirteen. So I'll just read that real quick. But it says, "The saying is sure and worthy of confidence. If we have died with him, we shall also live with him. If we have endured, I'm sorry. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny and disown and reject him, he will also deny and disown and reject us. If we are faithless, do not believe and are untrue to him, he remains." true. True. This is the question of does God, is God faithful? He remains true, faithful to his word and his righteous character, for he cannot deny himself. So even sometimes if we're not faithful to him, God still will remain faithful. Remain faithful. He says that he's going to do this for you or if he says that this is going to happen, he will become faithful. Now, that doesn't mean that there ain't going to be no consequences if you do step out of line if if you continuously maybe live in sin god is still going to be faithful to you but you may have to suffer through some things that were unnecessary because of your choices because that's a of whole other thing bonnie well i'm just i got that's all in there janice she, i got all in there you, you throwing like 15 topics in one i have to it's, we need content though so i hope or we hope that this was a good reminder for you um you yeah, know let's finish out on a on a prayer if you yes, want to finish. Yes. to let you know to be faithful even in the small things so we're gonna pray we're gonna close it out lord father we thank you for this uh opportunity again to gather together lord and to do another episode lord um, and we pray, Lord Father, that this will bless anybody who is listening today or whenever day or whatever time that they listen to this, Lord. We pray that this will open up their spiritual ears and, and heart, Lord, and uh, to receive your word, Lord Father. We pray that this will guide them. We pray that this will maybe be an answer to a prayer or a complaint or a question that they've had for you, Lord. And we pray that it will put it in their heart that whatever it is that they have right now, whether they think it's irrelevant or not, whether they think it's too small, whether they think it's not brand new, whatever the case is, we pray that it will remind them to take care of it, to be a good steward of whatever it is that you gave them, Lord. Even if maybe they didn't even ask for it, or, or maybe they just think it's unfair, or maybe they want whatever somebody else has, Lord Father, help them to you know, uh, be a good steward over what they have, what you have blessed them with, Lord Father, and let them see your promises, Lord. So we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you do. And we ask that you continue to remind us of your word on a daily basis, Lord. And we thank you for this. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you to everyone who made it this far in this episode we appreciate you staying with us we pray that this episode has been a blessing to you but also be a blessing to someone else and share this episode with them so stay tuned for our next episode and as always we are excited to have you take this jesus journey with us